to this episode of the Palmetto Guardian. I'm Sergeant Chelsea Weaver, and today um, we have some very special guests. If you've been around the Guard for a while, you've probably heard the name. Um, so we have the Bullwinkle family with us, and I'm going to let them all introduce themselves. Um, we do have somebody calling in. This is the second time in a very long time that we've done that, so um, the video and the audio might sound a little different, but we do have three of them here, just two in the studio and one on a phone call. So we'll start with you, sir, if you want to just introduce yourself and... I'm Joe Bullwinkle, uh, Assistant Chief of Staff in South Carolina Army National Guard. I'm Marion Bullwinkle. I'm the G3 Operations and Training. I'm Cadet Bullwinkle. Uh, I am a cadet at Leonard University. Awesome. Thank you all for being here today. I know, especially for you two being full-time, like you have very busy schedules, so we'll try to get through this as painless as possible. But um, I kind of want to start with just the the family history that you guys have serving in the guard and or just the military in general and also what led you all to want to join the military i guess this was where i start off um our grandfather served in world war ii um in the military uh my grandfather went to clemson uh we have family that went to the citadel back in when they were all military schools but as far as our father um he didn't serve he was a only child excuse me only son of uh six children and um, he didn't have to serve in Vietnam, so we kind of skipped the generations. And, and, I, and I started it all off in 1992. I decided to join as a way to, to serve my country, to do something to help get uh, education benefits. And I, and I joined in, in 1992 as an enlisted soldier. And then shortly soon, Joe followed me and then my brother Stephen. And then fast forward 25 years and Hayden joined. Awesome. So, uh, sir, I want to kind of touch base with you. Did uh, your brother's service want, make you want to pursue the military, or was it kind of like already something that you were planning on doing? I think it was something that I was always planning to do, um, uh, but the, the Guard never figured into that equation. Um, but once my brother joined the Guard, um, he kind of opened up a – Open up a window that I hadn't thought about, and it allowed me to pursue my education and uh, and serve as well. And Hayden, so we're going to go back to you. Um, was seeing your father and your uncle serving, did that kind of persuade you into serving, or was it kind of like you knew from a young age that this is what something that you wanted to do? Uh, I, I kind of knew from a young age. I was always grew up playing in the woods, playing Army, trying to be like my dad. I would always steal his old uniforms and stuff. And uh, I just try and play in the woods and could not wait for my turn to turn 18 and take the oath and join. Awesome. Now, when, and it doesn't matter what order, but when each of you decided to join, did you see yourself being here 20-plus years later? And, Hayden, do you plan on serving 20-plus years just like your father and your uncle? I'll, I'll take the lead on this one. I mean, it's been 30 years for me, uh, going on 31 years this year, March. Uh, I didn't see 30 years, and it seemed like it was yesterday. At the time, it, it's hard to explain. It, it, it went by very fast, but it also there were times where it was slow, and, and you know, the, the, the time lasted forever. But the time that I joined to the time now, I never knew that I would be a – a directorate, much less a colonel. Same here. I, I, 
I honestly did not expect to be here uh, 28 years later. It's been an awesome ride. Like my brother said, it uh, blink your eyes and 28 years later. The guard's been good to me, my family, uh, my brothers, um, my, uh, my nephew. Um, I've got a daughter that wants to serve as well. Um, so uh, it's just a, and, and I, I consider I consider many members of the guard that I've met over the years as, as, as family as well that uh, just just kept me involved and kept me going, just meeting these people. Doing the math real quick, 64 years. That's a long time. And you're still adding to it. (laughs) (laughs) Hayden comes up on his first um, enlistment here this May at four years. Oh, wow. So that's 28 with him, 32 with me coming up, and then four with Hayden. That's 64 years, and we're still building. And that's just three of us. If you add Stephen, our other brother, he's got 19 years in. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So, Hayden, do you foresee yourself being in as long as your uh, dad and your uncle over here? Uh, yeah, I do plan on it. And, uh, actually I got to correct my dad a little bit. It's actually, uh, six years. Uh, I had six years. I had six years of May. He was trying to take away some of your Uh, time from you. Yeah. He's trying to take away a little time. It's okay. Most of the time I've spent in and out of college and doing all that. So. Have you deployed before? Uh, yes. I actually deployed with my uncle. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I kind of want to talk about that. Um, how was that serving with each other? Like, did you work closely together or was it like a passing by type thing? So I'll, I'll leave with you. You know, we, we, uh, I I was commander of fourth and one eighteenth, um, on this recent deployment to, uh, to Kuwait. We forward deployed folks into Syria and into, uh, Iraq and uh, I tried to distance myself to give him his space and, mm-hmm. you know, just just to avoid the negative view or anything like that. And it worked out pretty well. I did get to see him every Sunday, though, when he came, uh, his, his section came and cleaned my office. <laughs> <laughs> the sniper section had to clean the commander's office. That's awesome. the, the entire talk. Okay. Yeah. How was that, Hayden? Um, yeah, like you said, we, uh, we just pretended like we didn't know each other. It was nice until, you know, every once in a while when some, like, something, we would have to do, like, Hands Across America or something like every enlisted force person loves. And, you know, of course, me, you know, having the same last name as the battalion commander, you know, it's my fault. So, <laughs> it was a blessing. It was nice to have a family member overseas with me and, you know, if I ever needed him, I could go, you know, talk to him and all that. So it was really nice. I enjoyed it. So you're saying that people made a very quick connection that you were related some way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah. I would always make a joke and say that um, our, his last name was spelled with two L's and mine was one. <laughs> kind of a hard last name to, you know, be like, oh, I don't, we're not related or anything like that. It's kind of, you kind of just got to put two and two together and just, just roll with it. Yeah, it's definitely not a common name. So I can definitely see where everybody would assume. But I kind of want to go to you, sir. Um how, what was it like with your brother and your son both being away at the same time? I mean, they were together, but I'm sure it was still hard having two family members deployed at the same time. I'll take the words of our Adjutant General, and, and he, he told me before as a, as a, as a mentor of mine and, and, and as a fellow father of a guardsman, um, he said the hardest thing you'll do is, uh, and this is kind of emotional, but put one of your loved ones on a plane it's easy for you to jump on that plane and go because you, you're, you're focused. But, you know, sending your brother, you know, sending your son, it's tough. Um, the only thing that I remember telling him, looking back on it, was uh, 
hey, don't treat him any different than any other soldier. If 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 he's got to go, send him. You know, and, and he had to make those tough calls as a battalion commander mm-hmm. of, of who to deploy forward. Uh, you know, in the locations that he got to send people to, and and there was no issue at all. Hayden did, went and did his thing and did his job. You know, uh, and and Hayden doesn't know this, but uh, when we were looking at de- for deploying folks into uh, Syria and into Iraq, um, the HHC commander at the time came to me and said, "Hey, are you good with are you good with sending Hayden forward?" I, you know, I just he's a soldier. You know, you, you do. You, HHC commander, are picking out the uh, the folks to go forward. You you send the right people, and uh, Hayden went forward. So uh, Hayden didn't know that, but uh, yeah, that was that was the only time that I was ever question uh, that, that 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 a relationship ever kind of uh, came up. But mm-hmm. uh, just treat him like anybody else, and and uh, everything worked out. Yeah, that's awesome. I. I mean, I've deployed once, and I was single at the time, didn't have kids. I was young, um, the only family member in my, like, immediate family who has served. And so it was a – and it was – I mean, that was several years ago, but it's definitely a different experience, like you said, going yourself versus sending people over that you personally know. I mean – I know lots of people who have deployed multiple times, and it's it's tough seeing them, whether they're friends or family. Like, I can't imagine having, a, like, one of my brothers or one of my nieces or nephews deploying. Like, that can definitely be tough, but it's also nice that you both were able to be there for each other, regardless of the situation. But, um, and, sir, I know that you have uh, three sons. Do, are your other sons planning on joining at all, or...? At this time, no, they want, they want to do their own thing. <laughs> but I, I want to go back to what we were just talking about there and and, and, and actually give a shout-out to our mother, Hayden's grandma. Mm-hmm. In 2010, uh, we mentioned earlier that my youngest brother was also serving. In 2010, she had three boys, all deployed at one time. Oh, wow. Joe happened to be on a overseas deployment training in Japan. I was in Afghanistan. And Stephen was in Iraq. So that was pretty tough. I mean, and I, when I talk about our our family and I talk about our, our service and talk about South Carolina National Guard, for some reason I get s- hypersensitive with it. I mean, and it's just because I'm so proud of, of what we've done, the Guard itself, the family. And, again, Joe said it earlier, the Guard is our family. I mean, we, we've done it now. 60-plus years, is, and how can you not be part of the family? Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's been an honor. I mean, it, it, um, you can see the sun setting on my career, but uh, it, it's been an honor to, to be here and, and, and to have the legacy still living forward or moving forward. What does the future look like for you guys? I mean, you, you're past 20 years, and – so what does the future look like for you? Do you have any plans on retirement or maybe trying something different in the civilian sector or anything like that? Well, my MRD is in 2024. So sometime between now and then, you know, I'll be uh, putting in my retirement paperwork. So I got to go through that whole process. Uh, Joe's not until 2026. So he's got a few more years um, beyond that um, that he'll serve. Uh, Hayden's got his whole career. Um, yeah. He'll commission 
um, as a second lieutenant in May after he graduates. Um, if he graduates, <laughs> <laughs> he's got to get his last semester in. But um, as far as what I'm going to do in, in the future, I have, I don't know. I, I got to figure out what I want to do when I grow up. Mm-hmm. I, I say that um, jokingly, but I got to figure it out. I mean, I'm for the last 24 years, roughly 23 years, active duty, I've woke up on Monday morning and put this uniform on and and and, and gone to work in the guard. So uh, I got to figure that out. I don't know what that's going to be yet. Same here. I got to, like Marion said, hopefully I have uh, three, four more years to to, to serve. Um, but uh, starting to starting to see that horizon as well, and got to figure out got to figure out what I want to do as well. Don't have a clue, but uh, uh, something will work out. Something always does. What um, what about you, Hayden? Are you what are your plans for the guard? I mean, you're hitting six years. And so after you commission and finish college and all that, what, what are your plans for the guard? Are you kind of, you following in, in their footsteps or are you going to take a different path? Uh, my goal is to follow in their footsteps, uh, probably pretty close to the T what they're doing. I would love to, you know, get an ADR job. That's the, what every guardsman, you know, shoot before. Uh, I'm going, I think I get a, uh, infantry bullock. And then hopefully I can get some military schools in the in there, hopefully, and then fall in their footsteps and try and fill some big shoes. Awesome. Now, is there any advice that any of y'all would give, whether it's um, members who are already serving, who are maybe thinking of serving, or um, maybe other members who serve alongside their family? Like, is there just any advice in general that you would give service members? You know, I'm going through that right now. Uh, My daughter, Taylor, she's an 11th grader. Um, When I was in, uh, when I was in Kuwait, uh, deployed to Kuwait, she called me her ninth grade year or her right. She was a rising ninth grader. Said, dad, I'm going to join ROTC. I think I want to, I want to, I want to serve when I, when I graduate. And so we're we're going through that kind of right now, and uh, she's not she's not uh, sure on what what branch or 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 how she wants to serve. Um, she just she's definitely going to go to college. Um, I'm trying to not so uh, I want to make it her decision of what she wants to do, but I want to uh, I want to coach her as best I can, and and hopefully she'll make the right right decision. But I would love for her to. Uh, to join the guard and, and, and serve right here in, in South Carolina. It's just, you know, it's dad's, it, if she wants to serve, it is my wish that she stays close. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, whatever she wants to do, I'll support her 110%. Um, but, again, I'm just trying to coach her the right way and, and the right uh, – and how to do it to, to just with my experience and to maximize uh, her education benefits because she wants to go to college and to, uh, so we can come up with the right, uh, right uh, outcome for her um, as far as what, what branch she wants to serve, how she wants to serve, and, and again, to maximize those benefits that, she'll, she'll, that uh, she'll get for when she joins. So I did the same thing with, with my boys, and you asked my, about my other two boys. And, and currently, one of them's at USC. Uh, he's got two more years, and, and the youngest one's going through the, the, the trade school route. He's, he's about to graduate welding at, at Midlands. So I'm proud of all of them. Um, they've done great things. Uh, 
what I offer to and, and to add on to what Joe said about his daughter, and I even I even told Hayden, but again, at the end of the day, it's their decision. Um, make the guard work for you, okay? When you when you decide that you want to join the military, that's great, and you got that in your heart, and and you want to be part of a bigger, uh, better thing for for our country and for our state. Make the guard work for you, and what do I mean by that? Um, but go into a position or, or a field that, that you can use outside the guard. Maybe concurrently while you're serving, we've got cyber units, we've got um, uh, truck drivers, we've got infantrymen. But again, infantry doesn't really relate to anything outside except for maybe project management or even law enforcement or something. So I, I encourage them to do that. But again, at the end of the day, Hayden didn't follow my advice. <laughs> he went to the whole thing again. Proud of him. He, he, he went to Fort Benning, uh, went to sniper school, graduated sniper school. It's not an easy thing to do. Um, it's a 50% failure rate. Uh, he got kidded by his battalion commander who had to sign off saying that he's, he's capable of doing it, that uh, if he wanted to be a sniper, he had to go to school. And he said, no problem, send me, you know, and, and, and he did it. Uh, but, again, do something that the guard will do. And let me give you an idea of that. We actually have two more relatives that are in the guard that not many people know about. Um, one is, they're both uh, uh, Apache mechanics. Um, one of them is my cousin's, our cousin, um, daughter, uh, do happen to be married to Ed Cloyd, Colonel Cloyd. And she, her name is Katie Cloyd. She's a mechanic out at McIntyre full time, doing great things. She can apply that on the outside. And then another cousin of ours is my mom's cousin's son down the line from Lawrence, South Carolina. He joined up. And uh, Benjamin Parsons, and he's also a mechanic. And, again, I, I gave them three options. I said, you can take the guard and go school route. You can take the guard and go active duty or, or full-time through a technician route. Or you can take the guard route and go out in the civilian world and, and get an FCC, you know, certification up in the flight facility world up in the Donaldson Center. You know, there's a big deal up in there. And he decided that he wanted to take it full-time. So both of them are technicians working out at McIntyre repairing our Apache helicopter. So I thought it was pretty cool that they're doing that. And, again, they're doing something that they can apply after their time in the Guard or in the future. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What about you, Hayden? You got any advice for anybody? Um, uh, yeah, I have a little advice. Is, um, is The Guard is a giant family. Uh, honestly, some of these people in the Guard have mentored me just like my dad and my uncle have. Um, so – really just just join the guard and you'll be part of another family and have tons of mentors there for you that's pretty much all i got is just join the guard it's it's just a great program i'm going to come out of college uh scot-free my dad might not have come out of scot-free but (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome we love hearing the background and stories of like why people serve because everyone's is different and a lot of people, well, I don't want to say a lot, but there are several people who join just for specific benefits, and then they realize that there's so much more that the Guard can offer them, and that's why they stay for 20-plus, 30-plus years. I mean, we've covered so many retirements, and they're like 40-plus years, and I'm like, how do you do this for 40 years? Like, that's just insane. But then whenever you hear the story behind it and the reasoning and how they got to where they are, it's just incredible. And then also, too, like for you guys to be serving together as brothers and also having your children 
serving or potentially serving with you, like that's a huge honor as well. Um, so I think it's safe to say that the Bowinkle name is not going to go anywhere from the <laughs> South Carolina National Guard anytime soon. Um, but yeah, it's it's an honor and privilege to be able to sit here and actually talk to you guys about it and learn more um, because we're all just a face behind a name at the end of the day, but to actually sit down and have these conversations and to show people that we're people and that like we have similar backgrounds and stuff like that. Like, it's just awesome to hear the different stories that everybody has and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. One of the packs we made, you know, a few years ago, it actually been a while now, you know, like you said, Bullwinkle is a very uh, unique name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so the pact is you don't screw up the name. You don't do anything bad. Cause if you know, one attaboy, uh, uh, 10 attaboys get screwed up by one, oh, oh mm-hmm. my goodness, kind of moment. So the, the the pact that Joe and I made, and we'll pass it on to Hayden, is is, is keep the name clean, you know, and, and, and you'll go for it. And you ask about advice, you know, the advice that, that I would give to add on to that, it just, as an individual person, do what you have to do to make yourself better. Look at the next school, whether it's military, civilian, um, that you need to do to get to the next level. Uh, take personal accountability for your own actions and make sure that you're you're within standards medically, physically, and mentally to serve and, and, and to continue to serve. So those are the things. Take care of yourself, and the guard will take care of, of everything else, right? Tell people, tell your mentors what you want to do, and, and, and good things will happen. I mean, absolutely good things will happen. Absolutely. Well, I really appreciate all of y'all taking the time. Is there anything else that anyone would like to end with before we close out? Or maybe talk about something that I didn't ask? Just one more thing. I mean, and, 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 and Hayden's experiencing it right now. You know, <clears throat> the, the, the guard has plenty of opportunities. But then there'll be time, there'll be, there will be times where those opportunities that you, you apply for or you try out for or, or you compete for, you don't get them the first time, okay? And and this is what I would carry because Joe and I did this for many years. Um, but we became AGR within a year of each other. But we had been serving for eight, seven, eight years prior to that. Joe was a technician before he became AGR. Um, we actually both could have applied for that that initial technician position, but I kind of backed off because of where I was with my family, and and he went ahead and, and applied and got the job, and then I still continued on and and I mobilized and I became on I got on ADOS and I did that. But going back to my point is, don't let one no stop you from doing what you want to do in your career. Okay, keep trying. It might the timing not might not be right. It might not be your time. Um, just keep trying and keep pushing forward, and, and everything will work out. The guard will take care of you because you'll be taking care of the guard. All right. Well, that does it for the, the Bowinkle family. I'm glad that you guys are able to come in again, like I've said multiple times, but I do appreciate it. Um, but if you guys like this video, make sure you give it a big thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed to our channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button, and we will catch you guys in the next episode.